All right, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we are on episode whatever episode it is. I don't even know anymore. I've lost count, but we're back. We took a little bit of a hiatus. Yes, it's back. Because back, back. we took a little bit of a hiatus <laughs> because you said to be myself. Um, I had to, I've been traveling, I was traveling for work quite a bit since. Uh, mid-June-ish, almost the start of June. He's been... And I missed, uh, I missed uh, both Austrians as well as... Francais. The French Grand Prix. But you watched the second Austria with me. Yeah. We just didn't log on to social media. Yeah, we watched it when I got back. But the French Grand Prix, I was in um, California. Way to flex. And... (laughs) He was in Tahoe. (laughs) Hashtag humblebrag. He was in Tahoe. Um, No, it was... the, The wedding was a Saturday and I... I kind of actually half fell asleep through it on Sunday. I know. It was like really, it was really hard because I got up early and um, I watched the Grand Prix in the morning in the hotel and then I actually had to fly back to Chicago the same day. So it was like a really tiring day. So I caught that in Cali, Priya watched it here. Um, And then the Styrian, I was in Canada uh, and I watched it with, uh, I watched a little bit of it with mom and dad. They were there, my parents are a little, they watch up one with me a That's little great. bit. That's great. Cam left me for three weeks. <laughs> Dude. By myself. I had to make the monies. You have to pay, pay the, the man his money. <laughs> <laughs> no. See, he talks about like how he oh, left God. and we weren't able to do the podcast and stuff. But he, We were going to do it. He left m- me by myself for three weeks, which if any person is married or has a significant other that they see it on is the general, okay okay um on the general but the, the but daily. the whole point to be honest yes. i i generally don't leave for work for that amount of time without coming home i usually yeah. honestly because like weddings are between weekends so it's like i or not between they're on the weekend so i can come home between them but the, the rona the travel restrictions with covid have forced me to like unfortunately i mean if you're a client watching this you know now you know the sacrifice i have to make for that i we spend, love it i spend like weeks away from home to shoot these weddings That's but okay. that was the case because Just of covid and i something. and i had to <laughs> and i had to stay home uh in toronto or be away from home here in chicago and home back, is where the wife is back in toronto for um well you know and the tacos are yeah <laughs> No, Toronto's always gonna be my home. I know, and then and then um, you know Cam doesn't ever mention it, but my job's been really busy too. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so it's, it's not a big deal. I just you know, no, save lives. Just and healthcare stuff. worker. Yeah, <laughs> just putting a life on the line. Um, so that's that's why. Or if not, I would have come home. I would have been home, and we would have done the podcast. But for that reason, like we were trying, we were thinking about doing like a whole Zoom thing. But I was like, life was just crazy hectic, and I was just busy there, and Priya was obviously busy here with her job and everything. So I was, it, we, ne- down the board. we never just got around to it. And the other, the reason why I'm able to record this and have the audio and everything is because like, this is all my equipment that I use for weddings. So obviously when I travel, I have to take it all with me as well. It's so there's the no, show. there's no like recording equipment here for Priya to use either. So we figured, you know what, instead of like doing some whatever, like podcast, like over Dumb. Zoom and make it like really difficult. I was like, we'll just come home and we'll do like a full recap of like the past four races. Um, so the races that we are going to be talking about today are the French Grand Prix, the Styrian, uh, the Austrian, and the British, which just happened um, yesterday. Welcome so back. That's very fresh. Good it's to nice be back. To, it's nice to and have you back. And it was my back. birthday, and I got a Red Bull Racing sweatshirt. I'm so happy. I'm gonna wear this Who everywhere. Got that for you? My wife. She's got good taste. Yeah, my wife's the best. Yeah. So I it's got a this really Red cool Bull. Jersey. Yeah, and well, it's not a jersey, but or, it's a sweatshirt. It's a sweatshirt. Sorry. And it's got this. Uh, is this on? Okay. And it's got this on the back. The back is like this. Look at this. If you're hey. watching, you only see that if you're Spider on YouTube. Man. And it's, Spider-Man. Yeah, it's got this really cool. It says like Red Bull and stuff. Well, I haven't even like looked at it and read it, but it says like Red Bull and like all this crazy graffiti. This is so dope. Um, so thank you, my lover. You're welcome. For getting me You're welcome. the sweatshirt. You're so welcome. I, I love, love getting, it. I, I, I love never, it. I can never get cam gifts because frankly, like that's just not the kind of you, person that we are. Yeah. But I, I saw it. I mean, he saw it too. And we knew that he really wanted it. But so. you know what happened is I was telling you this. I was, uh. 
I was flying back from Sacramento to Chicago and I was going through security and there was a guy wearing the Red Bull actual team jersey going through security. We gotta get you one of those. And I was like, yo, I like went up to him and this was the day the race happened. So he was wearing a Red Bull jersey. Um, Verstappen won the race, obviously. And um, I just went up to him and I was just like, yo, like, did you see the race? And he's like, yeah, and da, da, da. And we had like a quick little like chat about it Banter. and everything and whatever. But I thought, I was like, yo, that's so cool. That's like, you know, and I just thought about it. I was like, yo, I should like wear some Red Bull merch. Like if I'm walking around somewhere, somebody might, you know, you could just connect with people yeah. and talk to them about F1. You know, it's a lot of fun. And then a week later, it was your birthday and then you got it. Yeah. So I, got, I was like, oh man, this was awesome. I was so happy to get this. We got to so. get you more merch. I'm glad we got to get you merch too. We'll what get me merched up. Mercedes or? And which, um, we're back. Which, so, uh, which, which sweatshirt would Sarood. you like? Sarooda. <laughs> well, we'll get you Williams. We'll get you Williams sweatshirt. Stop. Right? <laughs> Lando or nothing. Lando or nothing, eh? I, uh, like, he's my, like, little friend. You know, and look McLaren's how amazing he's doing. And I called it. And I, and the, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, um, I'm not a very immodest person. Like, I'm. I feel like I am pretty. No, humble, you've been definitely but I've been on spot point. On. And everybody with... that asked me about it at work, and by everybody I mean like two people, I have a vision in mind for Lando, and he's fulfilling it. He's made his home, he's made his nest at McLaren, and we've seen it time and time again all through the season, and we've seen it through the last four races. He just keeps delivering, and for that reason, I'm still going to stand by him, um, even though he, gosh, poor guy, was like mugged before the race the great britain race yeah um, but we'll get to all of that britain, britain's kind of hood so i know i've britain's, been there britain's, uh, britain's kind of hood i've been there so um just as a quick recap so we are going to kind of fly through as much as we can france austria austria um we are going to get to great britain which is silverstone we saw that yesterday um and it's got a lot to talk about so if you're here for our conversation about Great Britain and Silverstone, you probably are going to need to wait at least a couple of minutes before we get there, if not more. Not a couple of minutes. We'll just go through everything, I guess, kind of sequentially, right? But... Would that make sense? Yes. So... Thank you, Cam. Um, the, so to, to recap, the races were France, um, two Austrians, which is the Styrian and the Austrian as they named them. Yeah, my notes. And then we have the British Grand Prix that just happened, which we talked about. So I guess like France. you want to just start with France. So yeah. France, like. So, so France, yet again, mm -hmm. I guess we had uh, Verstappen start on pole, right? Hamilton in second, Bottas in third, Perez, Sainz, Gasly, Leclerc, Norris didn't really qualify that well. The, uh, in this race in particular, Alonso and then Ricardo in 10th. It's that's not your about top. where you qualify, that's your, it's where that's, you end on the that's race. That's your day. top 10, you know? Yeah. But trying to like just set up the conversation, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're very aggressive Great. today. Great. Thank you, dude. We've been you sassy know? all day. Um, so to start with, like, <laughs> you know, and this is interesting because it, it does kind of mirror Silverstone a little bit, but Max went wide just at the beginning and Lewis took handle of the race, you know? and. I found that really interesting because I couldn't, and I we were watching the replay back, I couldn't remember, was it the car? Because I know that Red Bull was having issues with the car. Even qualifying in France, Max was just like, I'm not feeling great about the car. Like, I'm happy I did, I you know, you qualified first, but he didn't feel great about the car. So I was a little surprised and not surprised that he went wide to start. So of course, like Lewis took advantage of the race yeah um but the undercuts always strong you know and so he was able to make up not always well fine it was strong in this case <laughs> the undercuts always strong i feel like i need to get you a shirt what is it that you always say to me the undercut is strong and then you always say something no, else no what they say in the thing is so the undercut is not always strong it's first not. of all it's a strategy yeah. sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but what they say, what they say, like commentary wise, they say the undercut is powerful. Is powerful. They use that on the radio too, right? Yeah. But it's not, it never, it doesn't always work. Sometimes yeah. people try to undercut and it doesn't work. In this case, it was. So the undercut was strong here. Yeah. Um, 
It was really interesting, though, to see their strategy because they feel like... I feel like Red Bull has just not gotten their strategy right so many times with Lewis. Their tire strategy? Yeah, yeah, their tire strategy that it was nice to see everything kind of come alive for Max. Yeah. Like, yes, he had a hiccup at the beginning, and yes, he's still learning to be a great driver, but even with the car maybe not being optimal, he managed to secure P1. What? Max. Max? Yeah. Okay. I guess we're just done that recap then. No, no. Go straight to the results. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's like, <laughs> that's like the biggest thing I feel like about that race. I mean, not really. One of the biggest things. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. What other things? Verstappen won. I guess that's it. Well, <laughs> so, um. Um, so I guess, um, I was even just going to start with qualification, like how they all lined up. Um, we had Verstappen, Hamilton and Bottas. This has been pretty consistent, um throughout the entire like thing but it's been like Verstappen and Hamilton and then Bottas sometimes Perez qualifying on fourth Mm -hmm. which is where he should be you know with that car for sure Um, and then we had Sainz come up into fifth which was um, a little odd because it wasn't Leclerc usually we see Leclerc outperform Sainz there Mm -hmm. Leclerc came in seventh and then Norris qualified eighth which is given the year he's been having it's a little uncharacteristic of him i guess he struggled a little bit and then ricardo in 10th which is like a pretty good improvement right because ricardo's been struggling in the mclaren um for quite a bit but like you know as the race progressed we saw lando with some really great like overtakes um in france for sure so you know it's been really interesting because he's been racing like incredibly well yeah he's having like a really really good year um and it's really good to see that and you called that initially with norris that like you know you you said he was going to do really well at the very start of the year he was your dark horse mm-hmm. i had i called perez and that's kind of that's that is and isn't happening at he's the same time he's just not consistent yeah he's not able to completely pull it off but he is showing the flashes of brilliance there. he's consistent with the ability to come from behind just not always in the points and not always just consistently show results like yeah. he did in Austria. Yeah. So, I mean, like you were saying, um, I guess the next big or talking France, point is um, Red Bull with the tire strategy on Lewis. So they decided, and usually you see Mercedes do this, but like um, they decided this time to go for the undercut on Lewis. And at least when I've been watching races, I've always noticed that whoever pulls off the undercut generally comes out on top, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it seems like. I always see it. I feel like every race I point. watch, every race I watch where, well, it works uh, only if, like, A, obviously you got to do the pit stop correctly, and then obviously safety cars can come into play because that can completely knock out your undercut yeah. because all the cars get bunched up. And thirdly... Um, you have to be banking on the fact that the driver you're trying to undercut is actually going to do a to pit to do a pit stop yep so it comes like if all those things go well you should you know but then again like the safety car is a huge question mark but actually in this case you're right because lewis didn't pit yeah lewis didn't pit and max still won with the undercut yeah because what ended up happening in this case... Yeah, that is true. That yeah. is true. Because you have to rely on the fact that the new tires are going to... Last you until the end and get you to the end. And get you... Well, make you quicker too, yeah. right? So being on older tires... what's the other thing tires, you always say? What? Passing is... No, no, no. That's not me. That's an actual quote from a driver. Catching I, I, is I, one thing. Catching is one thing. Passing is, is another. another. That's from... I can't... If somebody knows who said that quote, there is a famous driver or I think commentator... Driver or commentator said that, yeah. um, which is entirely, that's entirely the case, man. And that was the case here. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that was, like, crazy to see Verstappen swap out the tires, which I was like, thank God, like, make a move. That whole race, I was like, make a move yeah. on Lewis, and he did. He got the undercut, and um, he, on the second pit stop, and he was out. I remember it was like a Lewis was coming down the straight, um, and they released Verstappen out of the pits, and he got out ahead of him. 
No, so this time, no, no, in in France. Oh no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I was wrong. Sorry, in I read France, the, I read my notes wrong. What happened so, is Verstappen came out of the pits, passed, got past Bottas, which is easy to do at this point. Bottas was very ticked off because his tires they didn't change. So yeah, that's a whole nother thing on 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 this own that we should and, go into. And then Verstappen got to his best Bottas. Perez got past Bottas because he was a sitting duck and he was ticked because nobody would change his tires and listen yeah. to him. And then shortly, it was lap 52 of 53 where Perez or where, where Verstappen passed Lewis. And the it reason was, like, was one and a half laps left. The reason was is because Lewis, the undercut was very powerful, right? Because Max was able to get to the end of the race on great tires, fresher tires than Lewis, haul ass. Pardon yeah. my language and then catch Lewis and then pass him. And that was because not only were Max's tires properly preserved, but Lewis had no like no tire left, basically, yeah. and couldn't defend. Well, if he pit, he would have lost, right? They decided, I mean, they hit him with the undercut, and then they were just kind of like... I mean, they had to deal with that, obviously, but it wasn't like enough, right, to, to have him defend against Verstappen. And quite honestly, like we're dealing with a year where the Red Bull car is faster than mm -hmm. Mercedes hands. It just is. And I have to I have to actually understand Mercedes strategy here because there's been two things, right? So Lewis sometimes will say, you know, oh my gosh, my tires are going, my tires are going, and then he pulls out this like magic energy. Yeah. Also, Lewis is great at preserving his tires. He really is. Like that's something I have to give to him. He ain't no Perez though. So he's not. <laughs> but I have to give that to him because I think Mercedes deep down was also like, if he can, because, you know, Hamilton's done that before. He can somehow make it to the end. Yeah. Maybe it'll just be worth it. And there have been cases like that where, you know, Hamilton's just been able to do a one stop where everyone else does a two stop and somehow pull it through. So I commend Mercedes for trying. But to be honest, they had no choice once Max tried to pull the undercut. They were sitting ducks until the end. Had it been a 52 rate, uh, lap race? Hamilton would have won, but it wasn't. Yeah. I'm sure if it was, there would have been a different strategy on Red Bull's side too, though. Yeah. To make sure he got there. Um, but yeah, like Bottas got on the radio and was pissed because he got passed by Perez. Yep. And he was like swearing at them like, yo, I told them to do a two-stopper. Why didn't they do a two-stopper? Mm -hmm. And uh, he got passed by Perez, you know? They stopped and Hamilton. Ham and Versailles, right? yeah. They did a two-stop on Hamilton, yeah. right? He was just too late. But Bottas, they didn't do a two-stopper. And the guy was, he, he was telling them to two-stop him. Mm -hmm. And this kind of comes down to the whole, like, you know, conspiracy theory thing that we were talking about of, like, how Mercedes is handling Bottas completely different than Hamilton. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. Like, I, like you know, like, Ooh, people... Why? No, 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 just let me finish my point. Like, I feel like people are... I feel like it's so blatant that they treat Bottas, like, completely differently than Lewis. And I don't know why it's not, like, talked about even more. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why it's just, like, you, like... It's so clear to me. The guy's asking to be put on the same strategies as Lewis because they clearly give Lewis the strategies that get him, if not to the podium, like, on the top of the podium. And... They're just not doing it for Bottas. And it's just like... Do you want to hear my theory? Go. Bottas is on the way out. Russell is going to be replacing him. He knows that there's... It's like he's fighting and he's screaming and he's a child throwing a tantrum. And frankly, his parents are putting up for him for but like... Why, but, why are they, but why are they hindering his performance? Because That's my the thing question. is, is like Lewis is a strong do they not do they want to are they trying to screw his career is that what you think is happening i think that they don't think you have to understand the perspective you're only thinking of it as like helping his career versus screwing his career in the mindset of what you believe his career is he might believe his career is to be a world champion but what his career is in mercedes mind is to is be, second, to be place. second place so if mm. they're saying if they're in their mind they are looking at him as the person to help push the world champion forward and push Mercedes to the top of then the constructors, they? then that is all that they're doing. They're not 
They want to see Bottas finish and they want to see when Lewis doesn't do well, they want to see Bottas come in. But they're. But if Lewis is doing well, then you they, can he's sit back best. and chill out. Yeah. And no, and just hold off Perez or hold off Lando or hold off whomever. And even when he doesn't do that, they're like, that's okay because Lewis got P1. And that kind of P1 is all they really care about. Everything after that is like whatever. You know what? And you know what it is too? Is like they swapped the Mercedes. Yeah. Because Hamilton. Was that it? Was no, I right about no, that? No, not on this one. You're, you're thinking of Daniel Ricciardo and Lando Norris switched places in this one. Yeah. You're thinking about Austria, I believe. Um, but Lando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo, which was a good thing, they switched places. We've gotten, we have seen, not done a podcast on, but we have seen Ferrari do that. Especially last year with, you know, Leclerc and Vettel. Yeah. Doing that in a way that just didn't make any sense. But this this specific switch, Daniel and Norris, made a lot of sense. Um, but we've seen it time and time again. Whenever Bottas could challenge Lewis, it's been almost thwarted unless Lewis has a known mechanical or tire problem. Or, or they have Bottas chase him for like 10 laps. Like, just be behind him instead of springing him. Yeah. Right? They let him just sit there, and then they're like, well, okay, yeah, go for it. Right? I'll be honest. I just don't believe in Bottas as a driver right now, as a racer, because I feel like when he starts in P3, he ends in P3. When he starts in P2, he might end in P3, P4. Like, he's not – he doesn't gain. He either maintains or regresses. I just don't I think, feel like he's strong. I think like that's because strong. of his team. No. I, no, I think it is. I think that he has... I think they hold him back a little bit. I think that him as a strategist, as a driver, has been hindered because he's been behind Lewis his yeah. entire career. Yeah. No, I don't think... I think it's... I think they are hindering him. If I'm going to be totally honest, I think they are like... I think there can only be one winner in races, you know? And I think Mercedes, to a certain level... Incrementally, I think they make incremental changes to each driver and they favor Lewis on the increments that will, you know, get you into first place. 100%. I mean, it's... it's and, not- and I think, like, I think Bottas is very skilled, but are they giving him the same, like, uh, like push that they give Lewis? I don't think so. No, I'm- I think they're giving him enough to get him onto podiums, but I don't think they're actually... I don't think strategically they're like... Let's get Bottas in first place. They say let, their strategy is let Lewis needs to win first place every race. And Bottas, if he does happen to outperform him, okay, like maybe we'll push him a little further. But our priority is getting Lewis first. And if we can get the one-two Mercedes with Bottas in second, it's never, it's never you know, Bottas first, Lewis second. It's always going to be Lewis first, Bottas yeah, I second. I think it's very clear. It's clear on their Instagram, their social media. It's clear in the way that they speak to him. It's clear yeah. in the strategies that they give him. I mean, I don't know why it's not talked about more, but it's very blatant. People even comment on it on social media that you might see eight pictures of Lewis, but you see maybe one or two of Bottas. And yeah. that's truly because um, you don't see that on like McLaren as much. Yeah, you see a lot of Lando because Lando has outperformed Daniel, but they still do push him. You know what I mean? They do push him. Yeah. Uh, Leclerc and Sainz, even though Leclerc has been a shoe-in for Ferrari, yeah. Sainz has pushed just as much. Um, the only other place that I see this as much is going to be like George Russell with Williams and uh, Latifi with Williams. And I think it's interesting because if George Russell goes to Mercedes, I anticipate a clash. I don't feel that he is going to be okay playing the bridesmaid. I think uh, once he does go to Mercedes, though, Lewis will retire. Yeah. I think that's how it's actually well, going to work. I don't think Lewis. I don't think Lewis Hamilton sticks around. Bottas could be gone next year. You don't know it. And, and Lewis has already signed. Yeah, Lewis signed an extension, so he's sticking around. Two years. But um, Bottas hasn't signed yet. Yeah, I would. I would be really interested. Imagine if we see like something where like, I would love to see Bottas go to like a competitive team, like maybe a Ferrari, Ferrari if they get their yeah. stuff together. Or maybe McLaren, I don't know where they shift Lando yeah, or Ricardo. Yeah. But in theory, like, imagine if they shift him. Because I have a feeling if Bottas, if you send Bottas to, like, Red Bull, in theory. Let's say Perez goes somewhere else or retires and then they send Bottas there. I think he's he'd be more inclined because then he's just going to be playing second fiddle to Verstappen. I think he wants to go into, like, a leading role in a team where he's, like where they're treating him equally and actually, you know, he's being pushed to 
to win and do well there. So um, it's going to be interesting yeah. to see what happens there. I can't wait for the next Race, like seasons of yeah. Drive to Survive and everything because that's going to be interesting. So France basically obviously ended with Max winning, um, you know, and then of course Lewis Bottas. We had Verstappen, Hamilton, Perez, Norris, Bottas, Norris, and Ricardo. So McLaren did great, and they are just pulling away from the um, Ferrari in terms of the constructors. They're just they're just the third team. They're getting that gap is just improving so much in McLaren's favor yeah so on to austria part one styria so styrian so on styrian we had um we had the uh starting grid be verstappen hamilton so verstappen again he was on a bit of a tear at this point um so verstappen on pole Mm -hmm. hamilton second norris yep crazy getting on p3 starting starting third on the grid perez in fourth and then bottas in fifth before we go on from that, Ricardo doesn't make it out of Q2. I don't know if you remember watching Quali. Yeah. He doesn't make it out of Q2, and this is the beginning of just, like, the middle of Ricardo, Ricardo, being, like, not good. Mm. I don't know. Have you seen the social media posts lately? Not About really. Ricardo? So Daniel has made kind of a couple of statements about how he doesn't want to keep focusing on the fact that races haven't necessarily gone his way, although Great Britain did go his way. He was starting to feel like resentment towards the sport by being compared to Lando. And that's like the first time I think I've heard Daniel open up to that since Verstappen. And just understand. I was just going to say that too. I think he felt the same kind of thing with Verstappen. And I think that Daniel is not realizing that just about anywhere he goes now, he's going to be second because, like, Norris has signed God knows three-year contract. He's set in. You know, Leclerc is the Ferrari boy. Red Bull's got Verstappen. Lewis is with Mercedes and likely will come, you know, George Russell. Stroll is always going to be the top of his team, and Gasly as well. So you you just have to understand, and you know, Kimi and and Giovinazzi, I don't even know if they have um, one person. I still think it's always Kimi, but it's just, he doesn't, he didn't realize that he could have probably made roots for himself, and he uh, he missed out. And that kind of like, I don't know, I'll show you the post later, but he he actually said, he's like, for now I'm just going to race, because he's 32, 33, and he's just... um, he didn't he's not making world champion anytime soon yeah and And that's and it's weird to see that because mclaren's a fast car yeah and to think he just can't put it together and to think and and this is the part about f1 that i really wanted to bring up with you is like although these are the 20 best formula one drivers we have right now they're not all going to be they all want to be champion yeah, even though there's 20 best, there's only one number one. There's only the one number one, and in the last seven years... It's got years, to line up one to 20 in some order. In the last ah, seven you know? years, there's only been one. Yeah. And, and I can see Lando in the future becoming a champion. I can see Max in the present becoming a champion. This year? I, I still hope for it. Yeah, I think so. I, I think still he think he it. can do it. I still He's got to get it together. But Of course he can. Yeah. He's leading, right? He's leading. But isn't that crazy to you to sometimes think, like, these people who've put their whole lives into it, like, that'll obviously world champion, like, but... Yeah. It's there, like, But that's that's a lot of sport. It's I mean, just, I mean, you have greats yeah. in different sports. I guess that's one, because it's so individual, is you only really have one great. Because, like, you know, you have, like, a LeBron. Yeah. A Kobe. You know, they are the greats, but there are also, like, you know, other other players who are, like just as good and get arguably just as much as shine you know like Kevin Durant's or Kyrie Irving's like these kind of different ball players but like in F1 it is very much just one guy yeah it is very much just one person um so sorry on that caveat I just I felt like that was really one thing that stuck out to me towards quality I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping he does find his stride though I feel like he's showing that he's getting there but I don't know if it's just, and I think we talked about this on a previous podcast, that he's just way too, like, goofy, and yeah. he's not taking it seriously enough. Because it's great to have personality and be that kind of guy, but if he had, like, the intensity of a Verstappen, 
I think he would really, um, it would do him, it would do him well. I think that with that said, that statement really came out to me in the last couple of weeks. I've seen him be more somber and it's just, um, and, but I don't think it's from a place of focus. I think it's from a place of like reluctance. So I always want to see where Daniel goes. I just, um, it's crazy because people ask me so many times who I think is going to be world champion. And I love Daniel. I really think he's such a great person. But do I think he's just the best racer of all times? Absolutely not. Probably not. Um, so just to, just one other thing is like Perez um, in this race was chasing Bottas all the way to the line. And he actually made up 19 seconds. Um, what a, what a almost like almost caught him almost caught him didn't make it but he drove a hell of a a hell of a race and uh made up a ton of time on Bottas and I think he if he had a few more laps he would have definitely half taken a second yeah. half a second if he had a lap more yeah he would have taken him um so so that was good on Perez and the very last thing is at the end of the race and I don't know if you took notes on this or wanted to talk about it but Verstappen won by like a dominant like 30 second gap yeah on Hamilton there um you know obviously and he did like a small burnout I knew you were gonna bring it up at the line yeah right he did a small burnout at the line and um no one was around him you know he, just, he didn't even, it wasn't a spin, it was he slowed down and nailed the gas and spun the wheels and crossed the line. That's all he did. He was going straight, he didn't do anything else, that was it. And um, I think the stewards like were really like upset with him about That's that. That's his home team. It was and, and orange this is, this across is the board. Like his home race, he does a small little burnout at the line. Well, he did so poorly last and, year. And he gets like called in by the stewards and they're like, that will never happen again. They talk to the team, they talk to, and the team have made a statement, oh yeah, we're sorry, like that'll never happen again. Why is it that your boy Verstappen is getting crap for something that was as harmless as that, but then you can have like Lewis Hamilton do burnouts, then again, okay, like it was like he did burnouts when he won like the championship on the last on the very last race okay but like i'm gonna take that i know i know what you're gonna say too (laughs) but like i just think it's like dude like relax like the stewards on verstappen i feel like the dude did a burnout like who like he won the race like it's pretty hard home race it's like it's like i'm not saying like they should be doing stuff like that but is it something you need to like call him and be like hey don't ever do that again make sure it never happens again kind of thing or can you just kind of tell him like subtly like i don't know it's just the way i heard it is they were saying like they were like that's a problem don't ever do that again kind of thing so i have such a problem with this and it it, it's like it's eating me in a way that i um i received a lot of comments yesterday in particular i was so excited to be part of the Formula One community yesterday because um, I just love talking about Formula One. And while like I, so Cam, Cam I feel like is very much a Max Verstappen fan. I have always respected Lewis and not that Cam hasn't respected Lewis. He respects Lewis. We respect like everything that he's done for his like career, all of that stuff. I feel like I have been a lot softer towards Lewis. I've got like- I'm a, this, I'm a Lewis fan. I've got, okay, let me finish though. I've got like a very soft, heart for him in the sense that like my family's from like from England I really like I just I I I have a lot of love for what Mercedes has put into Lewis and what Lewis has put into Mercedes in like a a way that is less competitive than I think Cam is but this is my problem yesterday during Silverstone which we can get to Lewis obviously won the race and excluding all of the circumstances that occurred, he actually went off the track which at is, multiple occasions, which, is against which the, the rules. commentators even said live is something that they were surprised he did or that, that you're not supposed to do and went off multiple times towards the fans, sta- like the stage or the fan um, the base area, the stands. 
and left the track multiple times. And from what I know of, because I actually did look into it today, haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, this no. is Silverstone, which I understand is big for a lot of drivers, but specifically for Lewis because it's his home race. So Lewis is allowed to celebrate at his home track and doesn't get doesn't hear a thing about that. And like the one thing they said is that they're like it is a rule according to the FIA that you are not supposed to purposely leave, leave the, track. the track at any point, which he did multiple times waving a British flag and that's great. And the thing is is like a lot of people are going to interpret this as like oh you hate on Lewis and da da da. I try to be as objective as I can when it comes to Formula One. And the thing is, I'm not like, like you were saying, because like, like you said, I'm a Verstappen fan. I'm a fan of all of these drivers, hands down. The reason why I just root, I just happen to root. I, I don't want anything bad to ever happen to any of them. I don't have any ill will towards any of the drivers. I think they're all amazing. I think what they do Except is all great. I love the sport of F1 period. I don't care which teams they're on really. I just like Verstappen, quite honestly, because I recognize that he's an incredibly talented driver. And for the most part, maybe save this year, he, he, didn't, he doesn't have the best car. Yet what he's able to do with that is like amazing to me. Yeah. And that's why I, I, you know, that's why I like to wear like a Red Bull sweatshirt and like root for him. Because I know that he is a bit of an underdog. And when he does win, it's because like he really pulls it off. And I just love seeing like that kind of like somebody rise from the if like if russell were to go from the williams and start winning i would be a huge george russell fan it's as much as i am like a lando fan. like lando i love seeing lando yeah. if lando started pulling off the wins man with his driver's skill i would be a humongous i would be rooting for lando it's, every race it's but, just hard because i feel like with lewis but, yeah. the rules are different but let me just finish what mm -hmm. i was saying so what i'm saying is like i'm being objective and when it comes to like the lewis thing driving car the only reason i say that is because i just feel like the treatment should be unbiased and equal if you're gonna give one driver crap for doing something, you must give the other driver crap for doing the same thing. It's It sounds like kind of crazy for me to just say it, but like, it's 100% true. If that guy breaks a rule, then that guy breaks a rule. You can't tell off one driver and not tell off the other. And I'm so confused as to why that happens. What were you gonna say? Yeah. I was just looking at my note and it said Ferrari sucked. <laughs> That's all I got. Any more thoughts on that um, burnout I, thing? I, I am going to get back to it. I, I think that uh, I'm going to let that marinate a little bit in my mind. And I really want to bring it up when we talk a little bit more about Silverstone. Um, because it's something that I've been thinking a lot about for the last kind of day or so. Um, but I agree with you. I respect these drivers and I want to see them do well. It's a serious like, podcast. Yeah. It's, Jeez. It's like, you got to like, loosen it up a little bit. It's like... It's like raising kids you don't want to treat one child you don't want to give one child rules and you give the other child different rules because it's just not fair to them and i, I just i think that it's it's just not fair yeah. and I, I and it was something harmless a small burnout like not even like a crazy burnout just that max wanted to do it was to show the appreciation to his fans and if if you can see an orange wave of verstappen fans and not get that like swell of pride in your chest I don't know what's wrong with you. Well, let me play devil's advocate here because now that I'm thinking about it is like doing a burnout is very, cause it's like, like Hamilton waving around a flag around a stadium is more so like catered to the fans and like the country versus doing a burnout is, is much more like doing a burnout, even in a car, like in a regular car, if you have, if you're just on the road or something, it's just kind of like posturing and like boasting being like, yo, I got a sick car. Like, look at me. Like, it's a little more of like a selfish act. Whereas if Verstappen and just hear me out here, if Verstappen grabbed uh, an Austrian flag and was driving around the track with it, I have a feeling they wouldn't say anything to him. So, so, you, so I mean, I'm kind of changing my tune a little bit, but maybe I understand why. No, but that, see, that's not fair because the thing is, is that you can show. So, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's kind of gonna be a long one, but like, you can show your appreciation in different ways. Lewis shows his appreciation to England or to 
he shows his appreciation to humans differently. He he empowers a lot of verbiage. He empowers positive vibes. He empowers his social media. He invokes the use of a Does lot of different he? things to no to show his appreciation or to show his happiness or to communicate. Max is a very introverted person, at least on the track. He doesn't speak very much. He doesn't say. Well, thanks to everyone on the team. Thanks for all the guys back in the factory. Thanks for this thing. But does that take away from the fact that he is thankful to his team? No. Everybody shows their team, their fans in different ways. Maybe Max isn't the kind of guy who holds a flag up to show appreciation. Maybe yeah. he's not the kind of guy who I guess goes it's... towards the stands because that's what Lewis does yeah, or that's yeah. what somebody else does. Do you see everyone waving at each other when they yeah. pass like Lando does? So I guess what you're saying is like a celebration is a celebration, period. As Doesn't long matter. As, yeah. As long as it's not impeding the safety the, of, of the drivers, drivers. Yeah, which I, I personally feel yeah. that getting off the track and then on the, the track, track is kind of impeding the safety yeah. of the drivers. It, it is. And it, I mean, you can kind of say because of burnout could be said. I mean, no one was around, but the same thing Lewis could say is everyone's driving slow and no one was really around him. But you, you, what you're saying kind of reminds me of that whole, like, I mean, this is going, a little, it's a little bit of a stretch, but, like, remember, like, Colin Kaepernick kneeling and protesting, yeah. and people were like, well, protest, but don't protest that way. It's kind of like, celebrate, but, oh, you're not allowed to celebrate this way. Like, a celebration involving your car and, and doing things that you are not really allowed is what both of them were doing. And one person got told off and one person didn't. Just At the end but at the end, I guess, I guess the thing is, is like telling off is, uh, I think, kind of strong because nothing was actually, there was no penalties given. He was just told by the stewards. They were just like, we didn't like that. Yeah. It wasn't really like you're going to get this penalty or this grid penalty or whatever, or lose points or whatever. They were just like, hey, man, we didn't like that. And it was like a stern, we didn't like that. Like, yeah. don't do it again kind of thing. And I just want to clarify, because I don't think you made it very clear with the Kaepernick issue with protesting. Like, that was something that, like, Cam and I both felt strongly about, that we, like, supported Kaepernick in his protest. And it was really heartbreaking to see that he got penalized for it. But then well, down the road, when Kaepernick would kneel, I and don't now... Even, that was so long ago. Now, like, um, yeah. athletes are doing it, a bunch of people are doing it, and it has meaning, and it stinks because for him at the time, it people weren't assigning the meaning to him same thing here yeah. not same thing but in a in the same breath Verstappen should be able to celebrate safely uh, with his fans yeah however if it's deemed not safe then maybe we should also be telling the um the drivers how they can safely interact yeah. with their fans I mean I, it's been I, a long I, yeah I don't really have I don't really like go into the whole like Kaepernick situation or whatever it may be i think everybody has a right to do whatever they want as long as it keeps people safe i don't really have a stance on um whatever people have their own opinions about different things and i think they're entitled to those things but um yeah that's fine like whatever he wants to do is up to him and um like that's his his choice but um yeah when it comes to this i think when it comes to like driver safety and everything like um I don't know. I mean, I don't know how the stewards work or, or what it is, but as far as as far as I'm concerned, like it was like kind of like a harmless as as far as I'm concerned, it was a harmless celebration versus another harmless celebration. I feel like and, you know, the NF uh, since we're talking about the NFL, they did the same kind of thing for a long time. They had outlawed um, touchdown celebrations. I don't know if you knew that or remember that. They outlawed them for the longest time, and then they brought them back. But, like, you were not allowed to do any kind of celebrations. It wasn't like, oh, you can't do it about this or that. You can't spike the ball. Yeah. yeah. Like, they were said absolutely nothing was allowed. And if you did do a celebration at the end, you were you were given a penalty. And that was just how it was. So... Yeah. Um, I just feel that it's it's there's a lot of um, blurred lines. And I just, I think as we watch this, um, because maybe we're newer to it and we see it more blatantly it's just kind of hard to watch sometimes um just to kind of sum up austria though you know poor 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 russell i mean he just had the most horrendous are we on, pit are stop we or a steering or yeah, Austrian. okay yeah they had like i mean you just jump straight to the end um but russell had you know a horrendous pit stop that rendered him out of the race 
And Gasly got smushed, and he was out of the race, too, which yeah. stunk. Um, so Racing was, incident. That kind of crap. Um, you're, um, at least when races start, I'm always expecting somebody to go out in, like, the first yeah. turn. No, there was really no... <laughs> it, he he just got smushed. It when, wasn't... There was no... Per, there was no room for him to... Yeah, but There that, was no room for anybody to give anyone. It was I, truly a racing I, incident. I am honestly usually more shocked when at least one or two cars don't go out in the first turn. If all of them go through the first turn, I'm like, what the hell is happening? This is, like, unreal. So, like, uh, yeah, it's a shame that it happened to Gasly, but... The pit what are you going to do, the man? The pit stops are, like, murdering everyone, though. Yeah, and it's a shame with Russell, but we see it happen, you know? It is what it is, but, I mean, it's kind of a, you know, horrible thing to say, but you're in a Williams, man. Like, you're, the pit stop, you know? You know, it's like you're going to end up, like, closer to the bottom of the grid anyway right. at the end of the race, right? So we ended up as Max in P1, Lewis P2 with the fastest lap, so he took the point. Yeah. P3, Bottas, P4 by a half second behind Perez. And then, of course, our dark horse, Lando Norris in P5. Um, so Austria first was not that uh, – Syria was not that eventful, I want to say, Um but Austria, part two. Austria was a different story. That's where stuff went down. Hey, man. What? You ever watch Oprah? You get a car, you get a car, you get a car. I think Oprah was one of the stewards. Yeah. Handing out penalties <laughs> like they were freaking, you know, free coffees on McDonald's it's coffee It's so day. true. You know? Free coffees for everybody. <laughs> Just come and get your free coffee. Even if you don't want one. Even huh? if you don't deserve it. These guys, man. Jesus. I think that Michael right, Massey and the FIA just had, like, way too much energy that day. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Um, we'll get... I don't know, man. Um, your boy George Russell. Oh, my God. Michael Massey's comments yesterday with Toto were so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of the meme. I said... I said the meme of, like... Total Wolf and Christian Horner, where he's like, one person called Michael Massey, the other person called Michael Massey. Like, like Total calls Michael Massey and Christian calls Michael Massey because they're complaining about the whole Lewis and uh, Verstappen thing. And I saw this meme about like where the office, where Dwight is, or where, uh, what's his name? Um, yeah. Jim is dressed up as Dwight. And then he's like, Michael. And Dwight's like, Michael. Michael. <laughs> like, it was so funny. Uh, but anyway, um, but George Russell, man, getting into Q2. It was a big deal. Ooh. It was a big deal. That boy can drive straight up. Um, yeah, that was huge for him, getting into Q2, pulling off like a pretty uh, pretty decent, decent start. Uh, start there. And um, so good for him on that. That was really cool. Um, yeah. So we started off with, what, Verstappen. So Quali, mm -hmm. we started off Verstappen, Norris, Jaboy Norris. Yeah. In, in second, second on the grid. Perez. Okay. Notice, you notice anything weird, man? No oh, Mercedes up in that. Bottas. Then we have Hamilton and Bottas starting in fourth and fifth in the Austrian Grand Prix. I literally have to say, sorry, guys, was that too fast? That was the line that Russell gave yeah, in Quali. Yeah, yeah. I died. I was like... He was feeling himself Ugh. there. Sorry, was that too fast? fast? Huh? Was that too fast? He was feeling himself so hard, it was but crazy good for him, He man. got into Q2, but freaking Ocon was out in Q3. I don't know. Ever since he signed for, like, an extension of his contract, he sucks. Ocon? I, I don't know. even know who Ocon is right know. now. Esteban Ocon, you know. He Interesting, like, yeah, Perez and him didn't get along back in the day. We obviously saw that, but that's yeah. okay. Who doesn't get along with Perez? Seems like such a sweetheart. Although Netflix vilified Perez vilified Perez. They made Ocon look like this like little victim and then they villainized. Vilified? What did uh, I say? I don't even know what vilified like, means, so just use whatever words you want to because I'm not that smart. Vilified? Villainized? I think, they, I think villainized is a word. Vilified? Hey, hey Google, is villainized a word? She's having a problem. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Google, stop. Vilified is a word. 
Yeah, but I don't know if it means the same thing. Yeah, it thing. does. It means... Um, oh, vilified means to speak or write about in an abusively disparaging manner. So he didn't... So he they didn't villainized him. No. Hey, hey Google. Google. Stop. Why did I... Why did I... Hey, Google us. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, they made him. They made him look kind of bad, I guess. <laughs> they made him a man. Made him a man. That's how I speak. I'm not a doctor like you. They just said you're not a doctor. I'm a pop star, not a doctor. I'm a pop star, not a doctor. Whatever. Um, so, anyways, yeah, you don't see Lewis <laughs> up there, eh? Hamilton and Bottas in fourth and fifth him. starting. Um, so I guess let's 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 go into this race. So Austrian. So man, Norris and Perez battling at the start. Um, I loved watching that man. That was so good. I don't know how many they were going wheel to wheel battling. It was so good. And then um, you know to end it all off, Norris allegedly <laughs> forces Perez off the track into the gravel. And I'm obviously torn because I'm wearing, you know, Red Bull colors right now, but... Um, Be it was just impartial. I, yeah, I don't know. I think racing incident, straight up. Like, it is what it is. You're going I, wheel to no, wheel, bro. But. I think it was a racing incident, and I said that, but if anybody was going to get the blame, it should have been Perez. Perez went off into... My voice just cracked. Perez went off <laughs> into the freaking like gravel like he didn't go off he was forced off he dude. wasn't forced off he What's was driving ag- no he was dri- he they were driving <laughs> wheel to wheel they were driving both aggressively sarcastic. according I felt, to the stewards i felt that it was perez's fault not norris's fault i think they were just racing I, man and i think but, that happened but i i honestly think that was not perez's i did not think that that was norris's i fault. think racing norris incident. should not have been given a five second penalty for that i think racing incident we can agree to disagree. I think racing incident. Fast forward. Let's just whatever. Go the We're penalties. not stewards. We don't let's even just need go to. Let's the penalties. I would love we, to be a steward. I would hate to I would be a steward. I'd be a steward. I would. I would rather call everybody into I the would, stewards office. I would love to just <laughs> <laughs> to meet them. I'd be I like, would, get Daniel Ricciardo out here. I would. Uh, I would. I would be like a photographer. I would love to be obviously, or like a color commentator. Yeah. That would be my, I would love to be a color commentator for F1. I would do amazing. Hence why we have a podcast. Um, Reach. <laughs> um, Let's just go through the penalties really quickly. Okay, so Perez is is sent <laughs> off the track, and Norris is given a penalty for that. You even said it. He was sent. Oh, never mind. Well, I just that's proved your the, point. Yeah. Dang it. Um, go on. So, and then... Um, I didn't actually write down all the penalties, but... Oh, my God. So, I'm going to go through these. Five-second penalty was given to Raikkonen. For what? Um, Norris. <laughs> For being Raikkonen. So then per- uh. Perez versus Leclerc. Again, I believe Perez really did force Leclerc. Out. Perez was driving like a friggin' maniac. He definitely was way too close to Leclerc. Yeah. And that five-second penalty, I 100% agree with. I don't know who the stewards were that day, but you guys did one of them right. And then again, Perez versus Leclerc times two. Again, yeah, again, I agree with that. Yeah. Like Perez was just like Perez is a little squirrely. I man. think what happened is that the <laughs> even Crofty yeah, said it. He's yeah. like Perez got a little squirrely. Yeah, very squirrely. He was just you know he was trying to like he was trying to do too much. He was reaching too far, and I think that the stewards probably gave him another five second penalty because they might have realized that when they gave Lando the penalty, they should have given it to Perez. So I don't know if that one was to like it out or anything. Um, this is my favorite one. <laughs> Yuki Sonoda got a five-second penalty for crossing the line before the pit lane. Oh, my word. And then did it again. And they were, like, telling him, like, I don't know who said it. I think somebody told him. No, Helmet told him off, who is the uh, driver developer, right? Like, Helmet. So he told him off, like, bro, you do it once, okay. You do it a second time. I forget verbatim what he said. But he was just like, you're an idiot. Yeah. If you do it twice like that. Like, it was so bad. It was so hard to watch. But then again, a lot of these, like, you know, ignoring, like, that. remember, like, Lewis did that? He ignored that the pit lane was closed and came in and all that. Like, these guys do that kind of crap. I know. They're not perfect. They shouldn't be so hard on them. No, no, they're not perfect. The reason I say that is because um, crossing the line, and, and I looked it up, crossing the line to go into the pit lane... He was in F2. He was in F2. Like, 
I feel like the rules are very similar. And I get that whole like yellow thing, yellow lights with Lewis. Like he didn't leather, yellow, leather, red, leather. Why are you interrupting my train of thought? You know I'm easily distracted. Yellow light, go. Um, With What was I saying? I broke her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. With the yellow light. Yeah, you were saying. So like when like Lewis, I just have to keep talking to get it back. When Lewis, oh yeah, when Lewis like ignored that the pit lane was closed. I feel like that one, although I like ripped on him for it, I was like, okay, that one, you do it once, you like never do it again. In the same race, in the same race, Yuki crossed the pit lane. Tw- like, why would you, Yuki, why would you do that? You lost 10 seconds. Gone is your race. Bye-bye race. You didn't really have a race, and now you're just in the middle of nowhere without points. And then Stroll, who's been in P, um, sorry, F1 for, I don't know, three years, four years? Mm-hmm. These Canadians, man. Um, he got a five-second penalty for speeding in the pit lane. Why? Canadians never speed. Yeah. You, We're all good drivers. All right. Sorry. So there was, I don't know, one, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven, at least seven penalties that so I So many people count. got called to the stewards. Everybody. It was literally like, every, it would have yeah. been me. It would have yeah. been me. I'd have called everybody the stewards and I would have gotten everybody a coffee and we would have just sat and talked about the rules. Like... Would have done our podcast. And we would have done our podcast. How about we do that? You become a steward and you call them all in and we have them as guests on our podcast. Yeah. We just just like, yeah, they they don't realize it. That's such a good idea. Um, That's a great idea. So another interesting thing is like by uh, the end of the race, to my surprise, um, they swapped Bottas and a Hamilton for once in the guy's life. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they got it mixed up. Maybe they thought Lewis was Bottas and Bottas was I think Lewis. So. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Um, no, but Bottas, it seemed, had a little more pace. Mm-hmm. So they swapped him out with Lewis um, into third. Mechanical issues. And, uh, and they let kind of Bottas uh, kind of roll from there. And then your boy, your boy. Lando Norris, chases down Lewis Hamilton um, and grabs P3 from him, knocks Lewis off the podium. Which was so brilliant to watch Lando do. He like it was so nice to watch, watch. Um, I mean, I think I, I think it uh, I think it kind of is like says a lot about Norris. He had it, a pace. It was a um, it was such a great representation of like what he's been doing this year in McLaren. Yeah. To to catch and pass Lewis like that. And, and get on the podium and have, lo- like, it's just, it's really great to see him uh, just finally get, you know. He's showing, he's like, it's not, it's like, the proof is in the pudding now. You can see that he's like, you know, really. I never really... understood that, like, I never understood that, like, phrase, ever. I don't get it. The proof is in the, <laughs> I like, don't know. Like, is it like a magic, no, like, you know how means... there's cereal and then there's, like, gifts in the cereal? like the pr- No, like... the proof is in the pudding means, like. Something can look really great, but like, it's it's like it's right in front of you, right there. Like you can taste it. It's in the pudding. Right? Why pudding? Why not like cake or like pop tart? Yeah, I don't know. That's like the whole thing about lines that the figures of speech. They're, I don't know why people make them up and they're just there. You're getting so frustrated. Trying so to mad it. right now. <laughs> I don't want you to calm down. I just um, never no, understood the, that phrase. Somebody said just, that to it, me. It, it literally just means like it's like right in front of you and you can see it with your own eyes and it is what it is because it's right there. It's like the like, proof is in the unicorn. Yeah, there's there's evidence. Essentially what it means is there's evidence of whatever it is you're talking about. The proof is in the pudding. The proof is in Area 41. Yeah. Well, n- no. <laughs> no. No, it's not that. Please don't talk about Area 51. I do not want the FBI coming to our house. Um, um, anyway, the Google Homes are listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please don't come harass us. Uh, back on to <laughs> Formula One. Um, so we ended the race with um, Verstappen. Getting the fastest point as well. Fastest lap. Yeah. Verstappen, Bottas in second. Shouts to him. Norris in third. Hamilton fourth. Perez in fifth. Uh, Okay, Science, Ricardo, Ricardo and Leclerc. Yeah, um, yeah. So shouts out to Ricardo. He had a great race too. Maybe he figured something out. I don't know. Um, it's sad that we think P six is a great race for for Ricardo. I know. I'm the, just the way he's been racing, man. P 
P6s are really great improvement for him. I know, no, him. I know. And uh, again, Leclerc, man, I've been I've been really hype on Leclerc for this year. He's been racing really well. He's been pushing that Ferrari and getting a lot of pace yeah. Out maybe of it. if he hadn't gotten screwed off by Perez twice, he would have been able to actually get higher. But, but you know, that's kind of, that's part of that's part of it too, isn't it? You got to know. You got to pick your battles. Interestingly, man. that Perez, despite having ten seconds worth of penalties. Still got P5. Yeah. You got to put it out there for the guy. You know what I mean? It is what it is. He got his penalties. But McLaren, time and time again, I have to say, is just pulling forward. You know, you have Sainz, Ricardo, Leclerc, but you have P3, Norris, driving the constructors through. Yeah. It's so amazing to see that. Yeah. Norris, I think, is the only driver this year to get points in every race. Yeah. Because obviously so Hamilton, uh, you know, slid, D. slid right through yeah. like a DM. And then Max did not finish twice. Yeah, did you catch that reference? Yeah, slid like a DM. I understand. Um, yeah, it's funny. And uh, any any more thoughts on uh, Austrian for you? I'm getting ready for Silverstone. 